Yo, 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 what's up you guys and welcome. I go by the name Arnold and you're listening to the Making Sense Podcast. Hey, what up you guys? Welcome to another episode of the Making Sense Podcast. I go by the name Arnold. I'd like to apologize you guys for the small delay. I'd like all type of stuff going on. I went to London for like a week and then my laptop kind of crashed out. So I had like mad problems. I needed to find another way to record and be able to edit the podcast, but that hopefully has been sorted. So let's get straight to it. I will give you guys this episode, the purpose of the episode is a long overdue review of Doctor Strange to Multiverse of Madness. I feel like by now, if you haven't watched the movie, the movie's been out for like almost three weeks. So if you haven't watched the movie, as always, it's a spoilers alert. But yeah, most people most likely have seen the movie. So there you go. Let's just straight. Let's just get straight to it, right? I will give my overall take on the movie. I feel like it was quite surprising. I will say this: the best way to su- to describe the movie is like surprising. In like not necessarily in a good way, not necessarily in a bad way. It's just it surprises, surprising, right? It's neutral, like meaning many stuff that I was expecting happening in the movie didn't happen, or it happened a different way. So I would like to say, but overall, I definitely enjoyed the experience. I feel like it's a good movie. Definitely not the greatest movie of the MCU, but yeah, it's it's a great movie and it's a solid sequel for the first from like the first Doctor Strange movie, right? So let's just get jump straight to it, right? When it comes to Doctor Strange, you know, it's like it, the, the way we've seen Doctor Strange, especially in the last time we saw in No Way Home, he kind of had this kind of villain-ish trait about him, meaning he wasn't a full-blown antagonist in the movie in Spider-Man No Way Home, but he wasn't necessarily a good guy, at least not the one we expected, right? So he kind of came off as someone who was really just righteous, meaning willing to do anything to kind of protect the multiverse because that's one of his, his goals, like the former Sorcerer Supreme, although he doesn't have the title, but as being a sorcerer, their whole point, their whole goal, what they do is to defend the multiverse, right? So he struck me as someone who was willing to do anything and everything to protect the multiverse. And I felt like there was definitely, that was definitely addressed in this movie. You see the opening sequence, uh, one of his like um, variant, like, um, which is, you know, uh, the different adoration of himself tried to kill America in order to serve the multiverse. So he's always the guy to make the hard choices in order to just, you know, save the, the, the universe, like the multiverse, right? So I felt like that was quite, again, explored in that movie. You see him, like, he has many more dilemmas. There's maybe a time when you're thinking about just, you know, uh, doing the unthinkable and sacrifice that kid. But fortunately, this version of Doctor Strange, like the one for, like, the main dimension, the one from the MCU, is different from the others, meaning he's not willing to go all the way to protect the multiverse. He's always willing to try to find another solution to save people, right? That's what heroes are supposed to to be right so it was really interesting to see the evolution especially his relationship with christine he was like i felt like 
there was a love interest but it was already from like a broken relationship and it was quite interesting to explore like the reason why it didn't work meaning he doesn't really it's not that he doesn't trust her but it, you know he feels like he's not too good for her like in, the, in that relationship that whole dynamic i felt was really interesting because at the end of the first movie we would have thought that in the sequel they will probably get back together but really it was i felt like this movie is kind of a way to kind of close the door although he said that he's he will always love her but i feel like that was a good way to close the door on that relationship and most likely we'll see a new one in the next movie like the next adoration of whatever uh that new movie come out but yeah I was really interested. It was really fascinating to see the journey of Doctor Strange. I kind of, this guy was always a little bit like, maybe not selfish is not the correct term, but someone who's willing to just, he's really righteous and he's willing to do anything to protect the universe. And sometimes he kind of comes off a little bit cold, you know, asshole-ish. Exactly to me, like the prime example is like in No Way Home when I was saw him fighting spider-man and spider-man was trying to save like the villains and doctor strange was pretty much saying like bro fuck that like we not <laughs> just i don't give a fuck what happened to them and he was like kind of making a point of trying to just you know send them back to universe and never really cared about what happened to them but yeah in that movie i felt like they kind of tapped in in the more Emp empathetic side of Doctor Strange and that was a welcome new addition and welcome new portrayal of the character right so now that I've said this about Doctor Strange I think it's time that we need to talk about Wanda right before I get into any type of like uh, uh, my take on like Wanda I think this was one of the reasons why I genuinely liked the movie is like this is one of the first movie when I felt like it's really connected with the TV shows, and you know my my my, my worry was, although like all the TV shows and the movies they're under the same umbrella, meaning it's still on Marvel Studio, whereas earlier like prior like they, they weren't really connected to the MCU. The TV shows they're actually in the MCU, and this time what happened in the MC in the MCU TV shows is actually affecting the movie. So I feel like. I actually watched the movie with someone who didn't watch, uh, you know, WandaVision, at least not totally. And you kind of get a little bit lost. And I felt like that was great because to me, the point of having TV shows that are like MCU grounded is that whatever happens in those TV shows, we'll see the aftermath in the movie. And th that movie, that really didn't felt like it's just, I'll, I'll say this, like one, when it comes to Wanda, my first reaction was like, what the fuck? Like she went full blown villain. And what I love about it, it was like all the stuff that we saw in the one TV show, the great TV show, actually, you know, oddly enough, but the movie Doctor Strange the Multiverse in the Multiverse of Madness made me appreciate WandaVision more to the point that actually I, I felt like I will definitely rewatch it. Meaning all the stuff that happened in the WandaVision TV shows and all the, the suffering, the pain that we thought were a little bit resolved in the movie were actually really not and Wanda just went full-blown villain right and the beauty the, the way they done it it actually makes sense you know in the whole one month WandaVision TV show you see a Wanda that's broken and just pretty much scarred by the loss of vision right and in that movie Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness you see Wanda who's still just you know who's still not able to you know, maybe she needs to see a fucking 
grief counselor because she's still suffering from the loss of her children and she's trying to do anything in her power to get by those children although it really is a selfish you know way to look at the situation but you can really understand because you know this she was maybe not a wife but she was in relationship with vision vision died and then although those fictional kids that she created in the ex which is like you know the the, the reality that she created for herself although those kids were you know not real she kind of was able to forge a bond like even even if it's you know a fictional bond but still like a bond nonetheless with her children and once that bond was severed she lost her shit she went completely nuts like i'm saying just i watched the movie and i was it was like fascinated and also like sometimes creeped out because she was i felt like that's sam raimi's input in the movie meaning he's able to transform and just put the, all this you know horror elements in the movie but when i saw that movie and just one i seen killing just she was just on the fucking rampage during the whole movie and i was it, I, I was shocked because I, I i the way they teased it in the, the the trailers and all that type of shit i thought like you know this kind of this weird octopus thing was supposed to be the villain when really she was the one so in the first 10 minutes of the movie when i saw just that she was actually setting up to be the movie's villain i was really surprised like i said this, that was the most surprising part and also i felt like that was a really good way to to take the character in this whole new completely different direction because in the comics you know wanda like the scarlet wish she's also she's she starts a hero but then she has a lot of she does a lot of villainous like villain like shit like meaning you know if you're not familiar with the house of him and i would recommend for you to go out there and watch it but, you know she pretty much is the one who's responsible for all the mutants like maybe 99 percent of the mutants losing their powers she does a lot of uh, uh fucked up shit in the comics but it's always because it's someone that's suffering right and that's the thing wanda ever since she was born by the loss of her brother quicksilver by the loss of vision and by the loss of her children she's someone who's experienced grief so much to the point that she's broken by it and that just hurt that she felt during the movie it, it you see it in the climax when she's willing to kill another kid just to get back her kid she's like not thinking straight anymore she's just the only thing that drives her is just trying to to see her children although they were not really real and to me that was one of the most i would say ballsy move on the uh, marvel's part to turn a character that was supposed to be a hero into a full-blown villain and i felt like it worked so well I'm a little bit disappointed by the end, meaning, you know, when you see Wanda, just that, I hope she doesn't, you know, she's not really dead because I felt like they could do so much more with the character and just, you know, the direction of her, um, you know, her journey, all that type of stuff. So I really hope that even if it's a variant, I would, I really would hope that this version of Wanda did not die, meaning, and they were able to, if not redeem, but to use it in another way. But yeah, that, that's as far as like Doctor Strange and Wanda, I felt like they were the pair was really interesting and in seeing their dynamic. Stephen Strange still trying to reason Wanda and Wanda, Wanda being so neurotic that she doesn't see reason. She just goes on and kills people and she's really scary in that movie, right? Now, let me address something else, right? And this is my only 
maybe not criticism but it's the one thing and also uh, as well like america chavez which is like you know who is like sorry who is like the little kid who's able to travel dimension i think that's a really interesting character to add in mcu and from my understanding they're thinking about doing a young avengers movie type or if it's a movie or tv show or something like this so i feel like she will most likely join my team meaning she has the power to travel through dimension and teleport that type of shit so the character also was a really good way to kind of tap in Stephen Strange's humanity and just kind of put him in a little bit like a father, a protector role. And that was also something that, you know, I liked to see because she wasn't really trusting him at first because of, you know, her his variant really tried to kill her. But seeing those two, like the new dynamic and seeing like almost a mentor slash protector and trying to you know guide her through and help her use her power i think that was really uh cool uh, to see but yeah so going back to what i was saying like it's not criticism you know like let, let me address it the cameos right like the, this is my thing when it was announced that dr strange 2 like this the sequel of the movie would be named dr strange in the multiverse of madness I think most people, if we're being honest, we expected a cameo fuckfest slash extravaganza. Meaning, I expected everybody who ever did any type, maybe not everybody, but most of the people who ever did any type of Marvel project to either appear and just, you know, when you see Stephen Strange and America crossing through dimension, I thought that the movie was going to see, to see Stephen Strange going through multiple dimensions and seeing all type of different heroes whether it was spider-man x-men the fantastic four uh maybe not uh the runaways or cloak and dagger but i, I genuinely thought there was going to be a star stud like movie like a star stud like cameo as far as the cameos right and on that specific effect i gotta say i'm a little bit disappointed i'm a little bit disappointed because although it was great um, to see the dude from like uh, sorry, I don't remember, I don't even know the name of the actor but seeing Black Bolt uh, the guy from the Heat Inhumans in his comic accurate suit that was cool to see and also seeing John Krasinski as Reed Richards and we'll definitely address this later and obviously to me the MVPS was Kanye seeing uh, Patrick Stewart Sir Sir Patrick Stewart uh, coming back as a more comic book accurate version of Professor X i genuinely was a little bit disappointed because i expected more maybe it's on me because you know they they really never said nothing you know how marvel is when it comes to just you know releasing these type of movies they don't really want to say too much and they want to let the audience figure it out but i was a little bit disappointed because i expected so much more like i I, 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 you know, I thought we was going to see because there was so much noise. Like I thought we was going to see the X Men, Wolverine. Maybe we'll get to see like the Fantastic Four, and we kind of did because you know how they. I felt like since John Krasinski was for a long time like fan favorite uh, cast to be Reed Richards, I never thought that Marvel would actually do it, and I felt like it was really cool for them to do. I don't know if, you know, they kind of teased the fact that the Fantastic Four actually existed in the main continuity, but they kind of shocked, tanked, or whatever term he used in the 60s. So maybe they trapped, and my theory is just a theory, so I genuinely don't know, obviously, but my theory is like in Ant-Man 3, uh, Quantumania will most likely 
see or know a little bit more about them maybe they've been trapped in you know the quantum realm and they'll be trying for, for that that time and we'll get they will be able to, to leave and that's how we'll get like the new ant-man movie uh the new fantasy four movies but yeah as far as like the new dimension i wanted to see more like i'm gonna be honest this is the only a bit underwhelming part there i said disappointing part is i just wanted to see more i wanted to see different universe i wanted to see different heroes because you know we saw them three spider-mans in no way home so i thought that maybe we'll get to see them doing cameos and instead we only really had just like as far as like new characters that we never seen we in the mcu we had patrick stewart as professor x and we had john krasinski as reed richards right so Although they really, it was really a cameo because Wanda murked every single one of them. Like, just like, like I said, Wanda was really on the rampage during that whole movie. And I felt it was a little bit underwhelming to kind of present this super, this really, and more, um, master model as well, but introducing this new entity like the Illuminati and having them just getting killed so easily by Wanda. I, I felt like it kind of really downplayed their importance and their power as well. Or maybe it was a point to, to say that how powerful Wanda is. But yeah, that's my that's my only criticism about the movie. And I feel like it's really on me and on us as the audience. Because we went to that movie with so many ideas of what the movie, the movie was going to be. Because to be honest, if the movie had all the cameos that I wanted, I don't think the movie would have worked. And, you know, instead, they really focus on the story of Doctor Strange, seeing him just, you know, going through all these different emotions and feelings and all this, you know, this journey about accepting that his relationship with Christine is, you know, really done and still being able to look forward to the future, him tapping in the powers of the dark hole. That's also another aspect of the movie that Jenny liked, you know, seeing Stephen Strange kind of flirting with like the dark side meaning like just you know he using the dark hold and it always has a toll or impact on his users so we don't really know what will happen in the end and just you know seeing that character kind of growing was quite refreshing but yeah i, I wish that's my only thing i wish we would have had like more cameos and more like stuff and and yeah in general like more more to see but most likely they will get that in the new movie so yeah that was my take on doctor strange and the multiverse of madness i hope you guys enjoy it as always thank you guys so much for listening and if you haven't please subscribe to my channel i am available on different medium and yeah that's pretty much it peace well that's pretty much it for today folks i hope you guys enjoy listening to this episode at least as much as i did making it uh if you haven't please go and subscribe to the podcast i'm available on apple Podcasts, spotify amazon music Podchaser, and i am also available on deezer if you haven't as well guys please go and subscribe to my facebook page it's called the making sense podcast and yeah that's pretty much it for today thank you guys so much for the support don't hesitate to leave me with this to review or comment i would appreciate it a lot and yeah peace